Welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Previously, we discarded, we started discussing the domains of OT, including occupations, specifically ADLs and IADLs. Just giving a little overview from the OT uh, occupational therapy practice framework. Basically, the OTPF, which is a great document that it delineates and explains our role in the life role of OT across the spectrum of what we can do through different settings and various locations. So now we'll continue looking at that and we can see that there are different factors and different places that we could go and different occupations we could talk about. So let's continue talking about some occupations and in a future podcast, God willing, we'll talk about what we could do activity-wise and tip-wise within these different occupations. So in addition to ADLs, activities of daily living, and IADLs, instrumental activities of daily living, we have rest and sleep. Rest is different activities and, and quiet and effortless actions that interrupt physical and mental activity that giving the person gives the person a relaxed state. This is like the need to relax and finding things that allow a person to become and to relax. Then there's sleep preparation, allowing a person to get ready for sleep and being able to fall asleep. There is also sleep participation, taking care of personal needs for sleep, and we're reading from the OTPF itself. Then we move over to the education aspect of the OTPF, of the occupation of education. Here we're talking about activities needed for learning and participating in the educational environment. We have formal educational participation, participating in academic and non-academic, extracurricular and vocational educational activities. And then there's informing personal education needs or interest exploration, identifying topics and methods for obtaining topic-related information or skills. There's also informal personal education participation, like informal classes and programs and activities that instruct or train in different interests. And then there's work itself, which especially works for, no pun intended, no pun intended, for adults. This is labor exertion to make, construct, manufacture, form, fashion, or shape objects, organize, plan, or evaluate services or, promise, or processes of living or governing, committed occupations that are performed with or without financial reward, as Christensen and Townsend explained in 2010. There's also employment interests and pursuits, finding work opportunities based on your abilities and likes, and also employment seeking and acquisition, advocating for oneself, and job performance, performing the, performing the requirements of the job, and retirement preparation and adjustment, volunteer exploration and volunteer participation. So this is very, very effective and important for our high school students, especially when I work in the special needs population, helping them look for what they could be good at and helping them gain the needed skills in what they could be good at. So for example, when we do looking at uh, grocery shopping or when we look at budgeting or when we look at and putting different things together or taking them apart, that'll give them the needed skills that they could work in a workshop or they could work in an assembly line or they could work putting things together or they could learn how to mop and broom these are different things needed for work if they want to work in a restaurant or in an office and they could do menial tests or they could do filing tests these are all things to teach them and then if you have a client that is retired and and is trying to get back into society and wants to volunteer we could help him look at those opportunities and make sure he has the skills necessary for those opportunities and then, of course, there's play and leisure, which is especially important for kids. Play is considered any spontaneous or organized activity that provides enjoyment, entertainment, amusement, or diversion from Partham and Fazio 97. We're still in the OTPF. And play exploration and participation, finding appropriate play activities 
exploration play, practice play, pretend play, and games with rules and things like that. As Bergen explains, and play participation is participating in the play and having a balance of play with other occupations. For children, that's their education and their home life. And using toys and equipment supplies appropriately. And that's why with many sessions with kids, I like to make it playful. Pun intended. I want to make them think that they're playing instead of working. And make them feel like they're having a good time when they come to OT with Mr. T. Instead of realizing that they're working too hard. And then there's leisure, which is a non-obligatory activity that's intrinsically motivated and engaged in during discretionary time that is a time not committed to obligatory occupations such as work, self-care, or sleep. So these are different things that, that we could find for the kid. If the kid enjoys things, we could find hobbies for him or likes that he could use outside of school. So for example, I had a student today who loves animals, especially reptiles, and also loves the Jurassic World and Jurassic Park movies. So when he comes to therapy and we're working on writing, and we want him to write with the proper spacing and the proper functional grasp, and with using the proper legibility, I incorporate the reptiles. We went to National Geographic for kids, and we looked up the reptiles. He wrote their names, and he wrote their, def their uh, not definitions, but a fact about them, because that's a leisure for him. And then there's actually one last one called social participation, which is the interweaving of occupations to support desired engagement in community and family activities, as well as those with peers and friends. As Gillen and Boyd shall explain, and these could be activities that have social situations or support social interdependence, or it could be in person or remote. It could be on the computer or it could be with conferencing. And it's related to community, family, and peer or friends. And that could be the community level. It could be a neighborhood organization or in the school. It could be with activities that are interacting with family roles, or it could be with friends. And it could be with uh, close friends or not close friends. So here we have it. Those are the occupations continued that we work on in OT. We talked about ADLs and IADLs. And then we looked at work and play and rest and sleep and education. And we also looked at leisure and social participation. As we continue in this podcast of OT Talk with Mr. T, I hope you'll join us as we keep going forward and we could discuss different activities and ideas within these different occupations. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you could always email us at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. This has been OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T.